Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy at Trinity of Fairview. Welcome to our Be the Man podcast. I look to join you here every Monday as I share principles that will equip you to undertake your job description as a husband to be the man in your household. Look forward to sharing with you week in and week out. This is Pastor Stacy Harris, and again, I cannot tell you how honored and privileged I am to have you guys picking this up and spending some time right here with me. It's my aim is to sow into your life so that you can be the man in your marriage. That's our job description, guys, is to love our wives in the way that Christ has loved the church, for sure, and gave himself for it. And then we've been talking... Um, it's hard to believe. I think this is episode six. I'm pretty sure. Pretty deep into that now. So uh, just just excited to be this far along with you. And I hope that these moments together have meant something to you. I want to speak to you a little bit uh, today about communication. And if you're going to be the man in your relationship, you're going to have to to be pretty good at, at communication. You're going to have to learn how to how to improve at it. You're going to have to learn how to work at it all the time. You're going to have to learn how to utilize it because it can be one of the most powerful tools that you have in your belt that enables you to be the man that I know you want to be. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, guys, is indicative of, of the fact that you know, I want to be the best husband I can be for, to my wife and for my family. Um, so, so communication is a big part of that. I want to say it this way, maybe. Words are important, guys. That's what I want to sow into your spirit today. Your words are Im- important. And how many times, how many times have your have your words come back to bite you? You know, in any life situation, you say something and you go, "Oh man, I, I wish I could, wish I hadn't said that." Or, or you say it in the moment, it sounds really good. You think it was really good in the moment, and then down the road, it's, uh, "Oh man, I wish I hadn't said that." Or you commit yourself to something. You say, "Hey, I'll do that. I'm I'm the one. I can get that done for you." And and in the midst of it, it's a lot more than you thought it'd be, and you're thinking, "Why did I open my mouth?" So you have to be careful that. Um, that you, you don't say things that, that can come back to bite you. And how many times my words have come back to bite me. I learned early on that words are really, really important in the context of a marriage. Even things that you say innocently, you, you don't weigh them. You don't know. You don't know any better. I didn't know any better early on that uh, how important words really were. I can remember we set up housekeeping, Tammy and I, so many years ago. Little mobile home, we were having the time of our life, just loving life and seeing good days, as the scripture encourages us to do. I remember coming home one evening, and there was my bride, just on the couch, folding towels, had been doing laundry, and I thought, I am the man, I've got a home, I've got a wife, she's right there doing laundry, and and even those words are probably mischosen for any ladies out there, I'm not subjugating you to that role in your household at all, I'm not doing that, but I walked in and saw her, and something in my heart just sparked, and I thought, Stace, you are just blessed right down to the ground, really, you you are the man, you are, you've got it made, you've got the world by the tail, and I just watched her, what she was doing, and as she was folding the towels up, I just noticed something, I just observed something, and as I observed it, it would have been better off if I had kept it to myself, and and I didn't realize what impact it would have, but somehow the words fell out of my mouth, 
my mom never really folded her towels that way. I remember saying that to my wife. That didn't go over well, guys. I'm just here to tell you. I didn't mean anything by it. I, I, was, I, I was absolutely ignorant of the impact that that would have. And I remember her response. And as you get to know Tammy in the future, I'm going to have her in on some stuff we do too. And as you get to know her in the future, you realize that she is uh, just a spitfire of energy and she can handle herself really well. I remember she looked right at me and said, well, let me tell you, your mother just doesn't live in this house. This is not your mama's house. And uh, I went from I'm the man to, oh my goodness, really quickly. And all it took was just a few words. And I learned early on, words are important, guys. It's important how you speak to your spouse. And I'm even go further. It's important how you speak about her. What you say about her when she's not around to other people and in places, it's important what, what you say about her. I'm going to tell you, it'll get back to her. Again, leverage that. Speak about her well. I get the privilege of standing in a pulpit week in and week out and being on a podcast like this and so into your life. Have a small group. We have a young married small group that we're a part of the leadership with together. It is my privilege and my grand opportunity to every chance I get, I speak highly of her. And I speak highly of her everywhere I am because I know it's going to get back to her for one reason. Another reason, it's just true. It's who she is. She's just the greatest wife anybody could have ever hoped for. And I speak highly of her because it's true and because I know it's going to get back to her. And, and it gets back to her in a good way because it does something for her. It builds her up. And the power of your words, guys, your words are important. It's important what you say to your wives. It's important what you say about your wives. And if you're going to love your wife in the way Christ loved the church, you're going to have to watch your communication. Think about the way that Jesus addresses us in the Word. Think about the way the Holy Spirit addresses us in the Word. Man, I look in the mirror and I know who I am. I know my shortcomings, my failures. I see myself probably harder on myself, and I know you guys are as well than anybody else ever could be. Yet here in the words of the Scripture are, you're my bride. That's what Jesus says. You're my beloved. You're, you're my treasure. You are the thing I would give my life for. I love you more than anything. You're perfect. You're white. You're clean. And, and here are the words of the Lord that mean something to me when I hear them. And so that's our mandate as we speak to and about our brides is to make sure we watch our words. Words mean something, guys, every time. So here's my challenge to you on a few fronts. Number one, aim to build every time. Words can be either constructive or destructive. So aim to build. Aim to be constructive with your words. When, when they come out of your mouth, let them have that positive. Let them be that next block on, on that run. Let them be the next nail that, that lends support and growth to your marriage. Let them be a part of that foundation that you begin to build on as well. Aim always to build. Uh, don't be destructive with your words. Be constructive with your words in your marriage relationship. Secondly, make sure you're doing more than just business communication, okay? Business communication, guys, is imperative. You're going to get to a place where, where you got two or three kids. I was talking with one of our favorite couples in the church parking lot just the other day. Um, they were like, Pastor, pray for us. It's a busy weekend. Uh, 
one of us going to be in Gatlinburg at this with, a, with one of the kids. One of us is going to be down in Gastonia at this with one of the kids. And we got to try to figure out how we're going to reconnect and get them back to, the, to, uh, to practice in the afternoon on Sunday here at church and all this stuff that they have the kids involved in. And you're going to have to be involved in business communication as you go. But don't make the mistake of thinking that business communication is all the communication your marriage needs. You need to be proactively making sure that you're communicating in other realms besides just who's picking up the groceries, who's getting gas in the car, did you pay that bill, um, hey, can you make sure that this is done over here and I'll make sure that that's done. Your, your words and your speech have to go beyond that, guys. Uh, thirdly, realize that communication occurs in many different modes. I, I've centered in on words because that is kind of the primary way that we communicate with one another, and I kind of communicate for a living, and it's words. I'm a word man, but there are a vast majority of ways to communicate these days, guys. The world is your oyster in reality, and how you want to communicate with your wife. If you think to yourself, how many modes of communication are available to me, to my wife in this moment? Tammy and I started dating. Her daddy was a uh, sergeant in the Marine Corps. He commanded a tank division. He had very strict rules, and we had phones that had cords on them that connected to a wall. You couldn't even get out of the kitchen to talk. You couldn't even get in any private areas. So uh, when you spoke on the phone in those days, it was very limited with Tammy. Ten minutes was what she had. 10.01 was not an option. Ten minutes is what she had. So we had to make the most of those moments that we had on the phone. But think about what you can do right now, guys. Think about how open that is for you. You can text. You can email uh, all these social media connections, Snap, you can do all these things with your bride just to communicate with her at any given moment from any place, guys, literally in the world. Think about all the apps, the WhatsApp, the FaceTimes, all these things that are available to you to be able to communicate with your wife. The modes are, are so many. I even go beyond that. Think of gestures. Think of body language, guys. Even your body language, your facial expression. Say something to your bride. So even if you can keep your tongue silent, your face may be betraying something that is not positive, something that's not constructive, but destructive. Even your actions can betray you guys. You're communicating every way, every shape, every time, every form. The modes are many. And here's my advice to you. Realize that communication occurs in many, many different ways and leverage them all. Leverage them all, okay? Use them all to build up your relationship and not tear it down. And I will even go a step further. Leverage your best modes. You, you know there are things you're really good at um, in communications. There are things, there are modes that you're really, really good at. And think outside the box, guys. Maybe you're musically inclined. Go sing to your bride. I mean, do something like that. Some of you guys out there are like, oh, shoot, pastor, that isn't me. Well, there's something out there that you're really good at. Is it, is it video production? You know, can, are you an artist? I'm cooking in, tapping into these things. Can you cook? Uh, do you like to grill? Man, just grill some steaks one night or grill some hamburgers one night and just have them ready for her when she gets home. You know what you're doing when you're, when you're doing that? You know what you're saying to your bride? I love you. I love you. I love you. You're communicating with her. Is it the gift of helps that you have? Are you good at loading the dishwasher, guys? Hey, load the dishwasher every now and again. How about time with her? Just sitting down and watching something that she wants to watch on TV. And I know you say, well, 
she never sits and watches. That's, that's not this podcast. I'm, I'm here talking to you men saying, hey, when you sit down and watch something just that she wants to watch and spend time doing something that she wants to do, you are communicating with her. Just taking a, a walk, just taking a walk with her goes a long way. All of those are great things. So uh, let me tell you, words mean something every time. Here's my advice. Aim to build, all right? Be constructive, not destructive. Make sure you're, you're doing more than business communication. You got to get outside that box, guys. I know you think you only have so many words, but you got to get outside that box. Thirdly, realize that communication occurs in many different modes and use them all. Use them all to the upbuilding of your relationship. Fourthly, realize that the message of communication must be, I, I love you, I care about you. Even a hard discussion, even a conflict, even a moment where you got to sit down and have a critical conversation with each other, that can be done in a loving manner. Let all your words be shared with grace. That's the admonition of the New Testament. And man, if you've done all these other things well, guys, when you get to the place where you have to have a talk with each other, if you believe that the other person loves you and cares about you, and that's what you've been communicating to each other. It's not really hard to sit down and discuss those points of disagreement and come to some resolution. How do you do that? Let the message always be, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Try to communicate that to your wife in your gestures, in your time, through your communications, in every mode that you choose. Let the, the focus of the message must be, I love you. Fifthly, realize that words can be highly profitable or they can be very expensive. So compliment her openly, guys. Do that and realize that words can be highly profitable to your marriage and, and to your relationship as you go ahead. It can be one of the greatest forms of investment that you have in your marriage. How you use your words and how you use your communications, they can be highly profitable. Uh, and guys, you got to do this sincerely, I'm telling you. She will know if you are feeding her a line in a minute, she will know it. So make sure that when you invest and when you sow into her in this profitable way, that it is absolutely sincere. It seems that women always know when it's not. So make sure that you sow into her life profitably and sincerely. Last thing I want to say before I read a couple of passages of Scripture is this, number six. This is a word of caution. Watch, watch those little, uh, and maybe sarcasm and maybe, maybe picking at each other is part of your relationship. You guys know that. I don't. Uh, you guys know your wife. You know what defines her. You, you know how she feels. You know her limits. You know her lines, and you know her personality. But here's just a caution, guys. Watch how you pick at your bride. Watch how you do it. Pay attention to those little jokes and those little comments. Uh, man, just watch how you speak about your bride to your bride, especially in this area. The Word says you should be careful of vain jestings in your life in any way, shape, or form. Those little jokes. You think they don't lodge in someone's spirit, but they do. And the last person on this planet, I want a bad thing or a little joke or a little, even if I meant it. Well, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Well, she may know you were kidding, and she may take it as you were just kidding, but I promise you the enemy won't let her forget it, and it'll lodge in her spirit. So, guys, just a word of caution. Watch those little jokes. I'm not saying you can't have fun with your bride. 
I know that Tammy is so tough, and she is so good. In some ways, if she isn't picking on you a little bit, I'm going to turn the tables. If, if Tammy isn't picking on you a little bit every now and then, she really doesn't like you a whole lot. I mean, that's kind of one of her love languages is that she gives you a little hard time. So I'm not saying you can't have fun, and I'm not saying you can't know people for who they are and you can't be yourself. But I'm just giving you a word of caution, guys. Just, just watch because your, your precious treasure, that, that flower that you have that the Lord has given you, if you cross the lines with her in, in vain jestings and joking, you watch her wilt before you. Her spirit will wilt. Her self-esteem will wilt. Her guards will go up. And, man, you're going to do more damage than good just by what you think is having a, a, a little fun. And, guys, I want to ask you a question. Why would you want to say something, anything, that has the possibility of being destructive in your relationship versus constructing in your relationship or, or, or detrimental in your relationship versus beneficial. Watch your words. One final note. Be careful to learn to listen, guys. I've talked about communication as kind of from you to somebody else, and we focus on that mode. Psychologists tell us that 95% of us, when we're in a conversation with someone, that 95% of us, most of the time, aren't listening to a thing the other person's saying when they're talking. What we're doing is formulating our response. We're in our head already formulating our response, and we're not paying one attention to any word that the person that's speaking to us is saying. We're sitting there trying to figure out what we're going to say next when they get done. Don't do that with your spouse, guys. Learn to listen. That's as much or more a part of communication than anything that I've talked about. If you can learn to be a good listener, you'll learn a lot about her, guys. You'll learn, and, and here's maybe what I'm saying, learn to hear her. Not just listen to her, learn to hear her. So much of positive communication is learning to listen. Guys, come to every encounter with your wife, especially those moments where you're having a discussion, maybe a conflict. Come to those moments with this idea. You know, I could be wrong about this. I know that's not comfortable for us as human beings, and it's certainly not comfortable for us as men, but when you come to a place with your wife where you're having a discussion, you're saying, okay, we're in a little different camp about this, and we've got to come to a compromise. Understand you could be wrong. Secondly, understand you might learn something from her. If you'll listen, she's going to have something to bring to this, some perspective that's going to help you guys move ahead. Uh, the Lord may be speaking to her. And having her sewing something into this that's just going to be wonderful. Tammy is one of the most bright, brightly motivated, brightly intelligent ladies that I've ever known. And I have learned that sometimes, most times, I would do better to be quiet and listen to what she has to say and hear her. And then kind of start weighing where we go from there. Because she is sharp, smart, intelligent, and talented. And she has so much to bring to the table she sets the pace for me sometimes, guys, in this loving, caring, kind communication. And my aim is to catch up to her in this realm. So come to communication not prepared with your guns loaded and your outline ready. And let me just show her where she's wrong in this. And I'm going to prove her wrong right here. And we're going to do this thing right. No, come to that moment. And you know what? She's got just as much, maybe more to bring to this issue than I have. 
And I'm going to listen to what she has to say. I'm going to be open. Communication is nothing, guys, if it's not open and honest. It's nothing. If you're not open and honest, both those things, forget it. It's not communication at all. You're just telling somebody something. Unless you're open and honest in those moments, especially where you're having a little bit of discussion. Learn to listen. Here we go. Words are important. Words are important, guys. How many times have my words come back to bite me? I love Proverbs. I'm going to give you two of them before I let you go today. Proverbs 21, 23. Whoever keeps control of his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Proverbs 21, 23. Anybody who can keep their mouth in control, keep their tongue in control, they keep their self out of trouble. How powerful that is. How about Proverbs 16, 24. Gracious words are like a honeycomb. There's nothing better to me than than sourwood honey on a biscuit in the morning. Proverbs says, gracious, kind words are like a honeycomb. They're sweetness to the soul and health to the body. And guys, take those two, two passages, sow them into your spirit today, and remember that words are important. Your communication's big, guys. Your communication's big. As you go, trust the Holy Spirit, man, and, and ask Him. I'm going to say a prayer for you before I let you go. Ask him just to bring your words in line with the feelings of your heart towards your bride. And say, Father, you know I want to build her up. You know I want to be constructive and not destructive. You know I want my words to be positive and not negative. Help me to do that, Father. Help me to do it. Let's pray, guys. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of sowing into these men's life. My goodness, how much I love them. And I pray your very best for them this day for sure. And I pray that you'll help us. I'm in this prayer with them. Help us, Father. As we communicate with our spouses, to communicate with the perspective of the love of God in the person of Jesus Christ. And when we speak, help us to, to say things that are positive, upbuilding, constructive, not destructive, forward moving, and not drawing back. I pray for an anointing of communication on my brothers this morning as we together seek to be the men, to be the man that you want us to be. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I love y'all. Again, if this is a blessing to you, share it with some folks. Uh, let them know that it's out there. And uh, look forward to being with you guys again really, really soon. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to Be The Man. I hope you were blessed today as Pastor Stacy gives you tools on how to be the man of your household. Our hope is that through this, you are equipped with practical principles for a godly and happy marriage. If you were blessed today, please share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review. Have a wonderful day and catch us next time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of Trinity of Fairview's media outlets.